Christ is born, glorified. The Lord comes in the flesh. The God from all eternity becomes man. Quietly in a cave. But soon there is an uproar in Bethlehem. 14,000 children are murdered. 30 years later, John the Baptist arrives on the scene. And for his preaching of repentance, he's beheaded. Three years of earthly ministry, the Lord is blessed with revilings, scourgings, and death. Why did God become man? Because he was going to get such an incredible reception. Wow. Why did this happen? Why did God become man? He knew this was going to occur. This was no surprise to him. So why did God become man? That's so important for us to understand this because it gives us, one, a look into who he is, and two, into who we should be. So why did God become man? I think the first is because he loved us. In the baptismal liturgy, it says this, for because of the tender compassion of thy mercy, O Master, thou could not endure to behold mankind oppressed by the devil. That could not endure to behold mankind impressed, oppressed by the devil, but thou did come, and I would say in the fullness of time, and did save us. He could not stand for us to be under the oppression of the evil one. That was not acceptable to God. St. Athanasius says this in the book on the Incarnation. What then was God to do? What was God to do? What else could he possibly do? Being God but renew his image in mankind so that through it men might once more come to know him. What was he to do? Therefore he assumed a human body in order that it, in it death might once for all be destroyed and that men might be renewed according to the image of the Father. And St. Athanasius makes reference to this, uh, this in Ephesians chapter 3. that being rooted and grounded in love, we may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. He came so we might know His love. He came that, he, that we would know the love of God. We didn't... Man didn't know it like this. Man didn't know the love of God, but Christ came that we would know the love of God, the height, the depth, the width, and the breadth of that love. So this is, this is one of the main reasons he came, to show us his love for us. And so, I asked myself the question. I said, self? 
do you love him? And self answered back, no, not enough, not enough. And I think if we all look closely at that, we love other things. We let other stuff get in there. We don't love him enough. I don't love him enough. I know that for sure. So how do we remedy this? There's a great account in Luke chapter 7 of a sinful woman who had many, many sins. And God had forgiven her of these sins. And so she came to him. She knelt at his feet and cried tears on his feet to wash them. And he took, she took great oil, an alabaster flask of precious oil, and she began to anoint his feet with the oil. And the Pharisees looked at him and said, do you know who this woman is? Yes, I do know who this woman is. She has been forgiven much, so she loves much. She has great things have been done for her by me, and so she loves me much. So what's the remedy for us? The remedy for us is to be grateful to God to find reasons to be grateful to God. The more we're grateful to God, guess what? The more we love Him. The more we are grateful, the more we love. If we just go through life and not understand that that was a gift. Do that. That's a gift from God. It's a gift from God. That, that simple breath, that get up in the morning is a gift from God. That sleep is a gift from God. That blessing, everything that is done for us and for our good is a gift from God. We should be grateful, so incredibly grateful for all things. Live with a grateful heart. I've said this before, but it's really helped change my life. I thank God every morning for at least five things that God has done the day before. And when I face a difficult day, I look back and say, my gosh, every day that's been difficult, it appeared to be difficult, he's given me many blessings. But I want, to be, I want you to be thankful for something. I'm grateful for this, but be thankful for this. Be thankful for second chances. Be thankful for second chances. And I mean chances. Because we need a lot of second chances. We all stumble. We all fall. But God is the God of second chances. He lifts us up and blesses us even in our fall and repentance. So when we make that little stumble, get up quickly. Because God wants to give you a second chance. A second chance to do the next good thing. What a blessing that is. What an incredible God this is. He doesn't hold stuff against us. I'm really good at that. I don't know how good you are at that, holding stuff against people. God doesn't do that. 
He wants to forgive it, get rid of it, give you that second chance. What a blessed God we have. What a, what a thankfulness we should be that we said a bad word. We had a bad thought. We, had, we did a bad deed. God is giving us always a second chance to do the next good thing, to think the next good thought, to say the next good word. We should just be so grateful that God has given us that. So I'm, I'll say this, I'm really grateful for that. Really grateful that God has given us opportunities to repent, to move forward in life, to do the next good thing. Because we all fall and stumble. May God help us all do the next good thing. And in that gratitude, may we love him more. So that's the first thing. Secondly, I believe God came to us in his humanity because of his humility. The hymns of the Feast of the Nativity say things like this. That the virgin can't contained the uncontainable. He who holds creation in the hollow of his hand is born of a virgin. He who founded the heavens and sits on the throne of the cherubim lies in a manger. The essence of God which cannot be touched is wrapped in swaddling clothes. Heaven is his holy dwelling place, but he's born in a cave. Is this not an example of humility, of lowering oneself, emptying oneself for the other, for the sake of the other? This is why he came, to, to not only do this, but to show us this is how true humanity is. True humanity should exist. It's that we should empty ourselves for the other person. You know, I've spent <laughs> many two years as a father and a priest trying to fix you. To fix you. I know all your problems and I know all the solutions. All you need to do come to me is to just tell me what the problem is and I'll give you the solution. If you do what I say, you're going to be fine. I'm your helper. Just come to me and I'll help you. You know, that's sometimes what we can do. But most of all, it should be what the Lord did with us. He came to us to be alongside of us. He suffered that he might be with us in our suffering. He gets it. He gets it. In our struggles, in our difficulties, all the things we have, he gets it. He comes alongside of us and, be, and is with us. And in that we grow with him and in that we understand what humility truly is. He comes alongside of us to be with us in our struggle. You know, maybe not to fix us, maybe not to be that helper, but be to the one that is with us and, and can be with us in this. What a glorious God, what a humble God that is. Not to stand above us, to become next to us and become alongside us. You know, where this is the most evident for me 
is that St. Bridget ministry. I tried to go uh, at least a couple times a month on Mondays to be with our brothers and sisters on the street, to be with them, to hang with them. You know, <laughs> I had Christmas dinner with Jesus. I mean, Jesus. You know who this is. Many, many who this is. I talked with Jesus at Christmas dinner. I came alongside him to be with him, to be his friend. Not to fix him, not to help him, but to just be with him. And with Clyde and Richard and Van and Lynn and all the beloved that we have as our friends to come alongside of them to be with them, to comfort them, to be with them in their sufferings, to be with them in their difficult lives, to serve them a cup of coffee, to give them a glass of orange juice, put a smile on their face, to be with them like Christ is with them. So God did come to us to show us love, that we might love as he loves, to show us humility, that we could serve one another in that same spirit. May Christ, who was born in a cave, laid in a manger for our salvation, bless us in this way. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.